With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in business into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. Emily Elizabeth, and I'm the host of the What Fulfills You podcast, a show for and about individuals always seeking to be their best selves. On this show, we talk all about building the mindset, finding the right careers, creating meaningful relationships, and so much more. Welcome to the What Fulfills You podcast. Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the What Fulfills You podcast. My name is Emily Elizabeth, if you did not know, and I'm your host for today's episode. I'm doing another solo one. So last week was a solo episode. This week, I'm bringing another solo chat, and I certainly hope that you guys enjoy these solo ones. I know I've asked for feedback in the past on whether you like solo episodes or guest episodes or a mix of both, and for the most part, it seems like you guys like the 50-50 of half the episodes of the month are solo, half of them are with interesting guests, and I really try to upkeep the solo ones and keep them interesting with things that I discover over the years because I have been doing this podcast for three years now, so it is crazy, but this one I'm actually very passionate about, something I talk about a lot with my friends, with everyday people, and if you can't tell by the title of the episode, it is revolving around not wasting time with people and things that don't feel aligned with you. Now, I wanted to start off with the context around what happens when you do stick around with people, things, environments, whatever, that don't align with you. Number one, you continue in the wrong direction. And if you think about it, if you keep, let's say you're driving and you are, you made a wrong turn, you go down the wrong road, you didn't realize it. This is like back in the day too, right? For those of you who are like my age, uh, you probably have used MapQuest at some point, maybe like not you, but your parents used MapQuest or like a GPS navigator, whatever. And it was just a lot harder than just using our phones. But back then you actually had to use the paper instructions. We would print it out and we would try to figure out how to get to where we're going. So if you think about it, if you are going down the wrong path, it takes a little bit longer to get to your final destination. And also you usually have to return to where you made the wrong turn uh, versus just cutting through. But like hypothetical scenarios, there are chances where you can kind of pivot and not it doesn't take as long to get back, if that makes sense. And I'm not trying to draw too many analogies, but the point is the longer you go down a path that is not aligned for you and the day that you discover, oh shit, this is, this is not the path for me, this is not where I want to go, it does often take some, a period where you have to readjust and refocus. And I've experienced that myself. Uh, you know, when I was 20 years old, that was a big part. And it took about eight, nine months of just really focusing on myself and really discovering what my priorities are. And at the time, it was very much around cultivating like-minded women and relationships in my life, people that I would hope to have at my wedding in the future. This is what I talked about when I was 20 or 21 years old. I also prioritized 
getting my career and my business, um, especially the business I was focused on at the time, Elite Skatewear, my skating dress business, I was focused on very much using it as a practice of growing a business, um, making money for myself, right? I wanted to have my own money to save and spend during college. So I was, you know, testing all these things. And once I ended up going in that direction, I noticed how aligned I felt. Everything else came in place where the people that came into my life and stayed, it made sense. The relationship I returned to, it made sense. The excitement I got from doing the things I was doing for my business, it made sense. And so that's a big one. Um, When you stick around with people, and especially when you know, you have this feeling when you're hanging around the wrong types of people, you're doing things that you know you don't really enjoy, but you're just doing it anyways. You don't know how to get out of it, quite frankly. You know that feeling. And if you know that feeling, you are probably thinking, yeah, like right now in this moment, you're like, "I, I know exactly what she's talking about. And that leads me to the next point, which is around dissonance. When you are recognizing that in the moment, when you are maybe out with these people or you're staying in the job that like every day you're just really upset about staying in, you feel the dissonance between what you want to do versus what you're doing. I actually felt this about for about a month before I left my former corporate job, ADP, where I sold payroll. And and it was it was fascinating. It was, it was a great job. I really enjoyed the experience and time I had there. It was a blast. I met amazing coworkers that ended up being really close friends of mine. But I felt that oh, it's hard to explain, you know. But it, it was that feeling of I I can't keep doing this anymore. And for me personally, I work well under pressure, and I knew that I wasn't going to allow myself to stick in an environment that just didn't fit anymore. However, I also knew, well, Emily, if you want to leave this job, where are you going to have income from, right? How are you going to make money? How are you going to live a sustainable life, uh, especially in Los Angeles at the time? And so uh, back then, um, I think about a couple months before leaving my corporate job, I created my marketing agency, Lost Hatton. And I started this with, uh, I think, two desires and slash intentions. I think number one was it was a route for me to leave my corporate job. I knew that day would come, but the moment I felt like that dissonance, it sped me up even more. I, I set a deadline on my calendar when I was to leave this job. I also set a deadline on when I would get my first, second, and third client and what that would look like revenue and income wise for me because then it it gave me the logical sense of okay you can afford to leave if you have x amount of clients because x amount of clients would bring you x amount of income right so all that to say um i started that agency and you know it ended up propelling me to be able to leave the job that just no longer felt aligned with me at one point but i do want to make sure I emphasize that the job, the former corporate job I had, it once was aligned with me. I think it was great that I experienced that from the age of 22 to 24. And it was awesome. Like I celebrated my 23rd and my 24th birthday with my coworkers. And it was it was such a joy. You know, people at that company would always talk about how we 
basically like somehow come for the money or you know because you work in sales but you stay for the people type of thing and I felt that a lot um but I can also imagine had I not done that where I left the job left something that didn't align with me I probably would have felt a sense of unhappiness lack of peace just simply not feeling like myself if I stayed for months too long because I've seen that a in other people but I think that's kind of natural if you think about it right if you keep doing something that just is not elevating you but rather almost like sinking your soul (laughs) you start to be sulking months and months over and then once again similar to what I said the first time you have to kind of dig yourself out of that hole or rather it takes longer to return back to the path that you're supposed to be on right so for me I've always interpreted it as the ball is in my court. I get to make the decision on how I direct myself on this path of what I call my life, right? And whatever I'm looking to do for myself. And unfortunately, as some of you guys probably have seen in people, sometimes you go down the hole for way too long or you never realize you made a wrong turn. You are now way too far out and when that happens you end up settling because you kind of like gave up on oh my god the effort it would take to kind of readjust right now not everyone does that but you got to imagine it takes a lot more guts to be like all right I've been going the wrong direction for way too many years I'm going to go backwards a little bit in order to take quite a few steps forward right so just be mindful of that as you are navigating whatever period of life you're in right now maybe you just graduated maybe you're in college right now and you're in that mode of oh my gosh what am I going to do after school how am I going to figure out my life right I think a lot of us at 21 22 23 24 and, and still at this age right but for me I'm 26 but A lot of us in our early mid-20s, we're dealing with, and when I say us, I mean us ladies, okay? Um, We're dealing with so much. We're dealing with our self-confidence. We're dealing with dating, and some men just suck, but also some men are great, and sometimes we are maybe in a relationship, and we're also figuring out our career direction, whether we want a career, whether we want to maybe be a freelancer or an entrepreneur or maybe it's like I want to work in fashion I want to make my way to New York or Paris or I want to be a nurse like whatever that looks like you know we're all figuring it out right now and I can only speak from personal experience and how I lived my life and how I made my choices but I will be very candid with you that there were a lot of times in over the past few years but particularly from like 21 to 24 I feel like that period of my life, I was making a lot of decisions that I can imagine is extremely hard for the typical early 20-some-year-old girl. And those decisions were hard because it required me to not have some friends at some point because I was focused on myself. And it wasn't like I was not hanging with friends. It was just at a time when I had just transferred to my new school. I didn't have friends yet. But instead of sulking about it or going to fraternity parties, which I once loved, okay, but it wasn't for me anymore, I pivoted into focusing on 
my e-commerce business. I wanted to meet other creators and that's how I met my old podcast host um, for Young and Ambitious podcast. If you guys are from that era and you listened to us back then, like, thank you for still being here, you know, but um, I was I was focused on on just getting myself together and that's why I'm in the position I am now. And of course, as the years went by, I added in other key priorities, like I said, cultivating the right friendships and some of which or actually a lot of them are are so with me today that I cultivated starting around 2020 or so so it's been about like over three years that a lot of these people have trickled in to my life um, and and these are people that I didn't meet in school I actually met outside of school and for me having those people in my life today I'm still able to talk to them about things that I'm going through. We're able to give each other feedback and we're able to give each other ideas because some of them are entrepreneurs and some of them are just people that have uh, maybe lived longer than me and they can give me some feedback. So all of that to say, um, there's a lot that happens when you stick around with people and things that don't align and there's a lot of amazing things that happen but it's not an easy choice right because sometimes you have to give up things that are so comfortable right and I know that feeling I know it's hard to to just leave something that is so comfortable but I'll tell you this like you you reap the dividends later anything that you put in now you get the long-term impact of it later on and sometimes you won't see that till two three four years later but hey that's why I'm sharing this now looking back at some of the decisions I made when I was 21, 22, 23. Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at amfam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. So I want to share some small examples that I actually thought of uh, that occurred probably somewhat recently. And it's not like a good or bad thing. You know, I don't ever think of things in that light, oh, this is good, this is bad, this is whatever. But one thing that came to mind was, (laughs) it was a birthday that I was at. And it was was just like a chill, relaxed birthday dinner. I was vibing and it was was definitely kind of like a random group, but it was vibey. And for me, I wanna say that as a friend, the way I like to show up in friendships is always for the person, right? Like I think especially when it comes to birthdays and things where it's a re- revolving around a specific person, if they are a close friend of mine, I will show up or always do my absolute best to show up regardless of if I know anyone there or whether like I don't feel like it, whatever, right? Like I show up as a friend that I would love to have in my life. So all that to say, um, like the birthday, it was like vibey, it was chill, it was like very her vibe. And afterwards, we didn't have any like specific plans to go out or anything, but we ended up going to, and I'm sorry, she's probably gonna listen to this and I swear this is not like a bad thing, but I feel like she kind of knows me well too. So I think she she might've assumed that I, um, like, you know, why I was, you know, dipping, but basically we ended up going to a very random housewarming party type of thing. And it was cool. I stayed for probably like 15 or 20 minutes. And honestly, 
I went primarily because I wanted, like I said, when I'm in that position of, if I'm the friend, like if that's my birthday, what would I hope my friends to do? I would love if my friends stick it out as long as they can and come with me to wherever I desire to go after like a birthday dinner. And I think about that too when last year or I guess earlier this year for my birthday, after dinner, I wanted to go see Cascade, who's one of my favorite DJs at this club that I hate the club. The club kind of sucked, but um, the DJ I love. And I'm sure a lot of my friends were like indifferent, if you will. And I recognize and appreciate that they stayed. So (laughs) um, all that to say, I think about that too when I'm in environments where I'm like not completely vibing or it's like so random and it doesn't really make sense that I'm there. So I gave it some time. I I stuck around at this housewarming event for like probably about 20, 30 minutes, whatever. Um, And then I ended up leaving after because I think that was my threshold. I was like, okay, I've been here. I've been vibing. I've been hanging. And, um, you know, I, I left. And so I share that because I remember thinking how some people if they don't have the comfort to kind of like you know what I mean like you know how in that position you might feel bad right and so maybe you just end up staying because you feel bad you don't want anyone to think this way or you don't want anyone to feel this way right that's where I'm sharing like the sweet spot of okay do it for your friend or do it for yourself or do it for whoever. I, for myself, was doing it for my friend because it's her birthday and I want to spend time with her. I want to, you know, be a part of the group with her. And then after a certain threshold, if I, you know, didn't feel like I was vibing and at the, at the same time too, I did have a morning yoga class the following day. So I knew that I wasn't going to stay out too late in general. And I also know her, this friend, she's not uh, into like crazy partying either. So I just knew I wasn't going to end up staying out late that's why I booked my yoga class but um I saw you know I was like okay I don't feel like my energy is being super super elevated at this very random housewarming party and that's a-okay but at least I got to come for a little bit hang out uh chill and make sure that I'm like with my friend for a good chunk of her birthday evening and then I left and so you know that's an idea for you guys if you know that you're kind of a people pleaser or you feel uncomfortable leaving in a situation like that because you feel bad remember the sweet spot of a threshold right you don't have to feel bad if you also already went right like I I felt like I didn't need to feel bad because I still showed up in the way I would want a friend to show up you know and then I would also mutually respect if they're like you know what I'm I'm not feeling this club anymore or whatever right but I'd be so appreciative that they still try their best and they still showed up for as long as they could you know what I mean so that's something to think about Another example is simply saying no to outings that aren't genuinely appealing to you. So I can think of another friend or I guess two friends of mine where they are friends from college and one of them I'm friends for like many, many years now. And so like I'm, I, you know, I met the other friend through my own friend and all that to say they of course have their own friend circle and different people that they hang out with um, primarily from their college years and they'll invite me to some of those things too and it's so lovely like I feel so included and all that kind of stuff but to be honest um, some of those things are not always in alignment with me and it's not like again not a bad thing it's just simply maybe I don't care to go to a pub or whatever to watch their college football you know for me I think about again I don't have to say yes to appease to them or say yes to feel like this is how I maintain the friendship right because 
regardless even outside of that like a i never feel left out if i don't go but secondly it's also because sometimes you have alignment with friends but you don't need to do every single thing together if that makes sense right so maybe for those friends i like to go to high tea like that's the thing that we did last winter we'd always go to high tea we went to the spa we go to dinners a lot like i take them to a lot of like my collaboration dinners and we always have great conversations but i might not join them on some of the other things that they invite me to and i feel like there's this mutual like we don't think anything of it right so i share that because again i think sometimes thinking about my younger self and observing what other people do is sometimes you say yes to things because you're afraid like if you don't say yes you won't be able to maintain the friendship and that's just not true especially if you know how to create good like intentions around what you're going to do with those specific friends because sometimes there are certain activities that are better off with those friends for you and them and as a friendship versus things that just might not be like up your alley you know So that being said, I want to go into my personal examples because I do always feel like when I share, or not only that, not only when I share my personal actions and examples and how I'm doing this in my own life, but also when I hear this from other people, it resonates with me more. So this is why I do this as well. But to give you insight into how I'm utilizing what, you know, the whole I do what I preach type of shit. Um... Right now, I'm focused on growing the Waffle Fills You community and bringing more to this podcast journey because I will say, I feel like I've been lagging a little bit in the past six months or so uh, for personal and for, yeah, mainly just personal reasons. Uh, Just just haven't been completely attuned as maybe previous quarters or previous years. But that's why um, I've been very intentional about staying in on weekends and working on some work-related items like for example if you guys didn't know i recently started an email newsletter for the what fulfills you community and on this email newsletter it's a weekly email every friday i share my personal insights and just very helpful thoughts that i know i would have loved to have been able to read or hear about back in my years and so this is once again something that I'm doing to give back to you guys especially for those of you who love this podcast or really gain value from it I hope the weekly emails will also be an addition to that right so if you guys didn't know the link is in the show notes and it's going to be the first one where it says subscribe to the email uh, newsletter click on it and just put your name and email and you will get an email from me every Friday but that's something I've been doing I've been very focused on how I'm growing in my own career, what I want to do for you guys, something else, uh, you know, sneak peek. I'm actually working right now and collaborating with a restaurant to host a intimate community dinner for New Yorkers. So of course, I know this sucks if you guys are not in New York, but if you guys happen to be in New York during this time, but you don't like you don't live here, just respond to it. I will be posting on the What Fulfills You Instagram Uh, For those of you who want to join, it's going to be, I think, maximum, I'm capping it at like eight people, maybe 10. I want it to be intimate. I want it to be really intentional. And I know some of you guys I've already met in the past years as well. So that would be awesome for those of you uh, to come. But um, this is something I have in the works. So again, these are things that I've been working on instead of doing what I used to do a year or two ago, which is going out and exploring the New York City nightlife, which I still very much enjoy, but I certainly have shifted priorities, right? 
Um, other things that I'm doing is being consistent with making plans with people that align with me and my energy, right? So sometimes it's not necessarily about removing or taking away, but rather adding to your life. So for people that I might not have seen in a few weeks, I reach out. I give ideas of things to do. Maybe I'm like, hey, so-and-so would love to catch up. It's been a minute. I'm like back in town, whatever. Uh, let's get a drink. Let's get a coffee. Let's go to dinner. Let's go see the ballet or let's go to the Met Museum, whatever. Um, but that's something I encourage you guys to do too, right? If there are people you want to maintain in your life, reach out to them and also give them like a pitch, like be like, hey, it's been so long since I've seen you, Emily. Would love to catch up. Would love to hear what's going on, blah, blah, blah. And just would love to connect again. Like, are you open for a drink or whatever? You know, give them an idea. Um, other things I'm doing to just ensure alignment is creating semi-structure around my day. So the number one thing I always prioritize is my fitness, my workout routine. Um, it does help when your partner also uh, my boyfriend partner I call same thing um he's also an avid like disciplined morning workout guy he literally wakes up at like 5 5 30 a.m and does the whole morning pages and all that but that's something I've been very adamant about too is okay I really try to hit the gym at some point between 7 to 8 30 and then I'm also doing my morning pages and when I have this set in stone it also forces me to say no to being out too late and this definitely applies to the weekday nights which sometimes I could have leeway if I didn't have a morning workout right and then lastly um, being mindful with how and where I am spending my money so the reason for that I mean a I'm usually always like that but in particular right now I have adjusted my priorities to be around travel and returning to the adventurous dream of living between two cities which if you listened for a while, I once said it, I would love to live between LA and New York. And that's actually funny enough how my agency name came about Los Hatton, right? Los Angeles, Manhattan. <laughs> uh, it came about, I started, I created that name a long time ago, like when I was in high school, because I always felt like I was an anomaly of both LA and Manhattan, New York, right? <laughs> and yeah, so I don't know. I've just always dreamed of being either bi-coastal or bi-city because I work remote, I'm not in an office. And I think for me, I see the way I level up energetically, mentally, financially, all of these things, like just the things that it, it propels me forward when I have something like that. And that's just me personally. I know for other people that would be uh, maybe not the same effect. So you just gotta understand what that is like for you. But I share this because as a result of returning to this ambitious dream and honestly slowly implementing it I've adjusted my spending on other areas I would usually spend on so I certainly don't eat out as much in in like paying to eat out it's something I used to do um, if you follow me on Instagram you probably do see that I still go out to eat but fortunately um, as a content creator I've been able to collaborate with a lot of restaurants and uh, here in New York and I've been doing that for quite some time now so that has definitely adjusted my spending on that side, but also clothing and accessories and like upgrading my home with small things. I have become a lot more mindful about whether I need to spend that or not, or whether I really want to and or just what matters more. 
uh, buying that West Elm decor or I don't know, like saving and, and just keeping that money set aside for flights and, you know, living my bi-coastal dream. So that's just kind of where I'm at, right? And I share that because hopefully that gives you guys some ideas and maybe seeing how you can adjust to realign yourself to something that's more of what you want. And so lastly, I would leave some questions to ask yourself, especially around this topic. You know, number one, who in my life right now feels aligned to me? So that could be energetically, that could be people with similar personal visions, that could be people who have similar ambition, right? Maybe you feel like there's certain groups of friends that are not as ambitious, but you are kind of on that groove right now. You're really ambitious about the direction you want to go in your life. Who offers that for you energetically? Uh, And maybe if you don't have that right now, where could you meet those types of people? Are you willing to be the first to be like, hey, you know, like, you know, just introduce yourself if you're at a coffee shop or if you're at a WeWork, wherever. Another question, what are things that I do now, right now, present time, that I could do more of in order to elevate my energy? And in reverse, what are some things that I can slowly remove, whether it's people, things, a job, environment, you can literally physically move or take a step back from that don't align with me. I hope those questions are helpful and I hope this podcast episode was also valuable to you. And as always, if it was, please be sure to share this podcast episode on your Instagram story. Also share this with a friend. And like I said, if you're curious about the weekly email newsletter, which I'm going to be sharing more personal insights with this community, you can go ahead, check it out. The link is in the show notes. And that is all I have for today. Thank you so much for tuning in, you guys. I will chat with you all in the next one. Life's better with American Family Insurance because our home policies help protect your dreams and come with peace of mind. Save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote, find an agent at amfam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit amfam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.